0: She chooses to do this by ticketing every single car known to man. Yeah. You're just a narc at that point. Yeah, it's kind of a jerk move there. Yeah. My mommy says she wishes you were dead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Working in retail be like... (laughs) Testing, testing, one, two, three.
0: Welcome back to Spill and Diz Tea. I'm Sakura
1: And I'm Brayden. And today we're talking about Zootopia. Zootopia.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our intros are always the same. Why are we
0: always so annoying?
1: <laughs> so yeah, we watched Zootopia, what was it, like a couple of days ago? Yeah,
0: it was like two or three days ago. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And I'd been wanting to re-watch it because I didn't watch it in a while. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we decided we'd do, like, a review on it and kind of...
0: It's a really good movie.
1: It is a really good movie.
0: Yeah, I was surprised. I remember liking it, but then rewatching it again recently, like, just kind of how the plot played out and how things were being told and just... I don't know. It was just, like, it made more sense and I remembered it, too. Yeah. So, it's worth getting an episode. Yeah, for sure. We. Yeah.
1: I mean, we've been doing a lot of kind of... Um, um, oh we were doing a lot of like compilation episodes where we kind of talk about like a big overall theme we yeah talk about a bunch of Disney films so it's kind of cool to just go back and dedicate one whole movie or one whole podcast <laughs> to a movie
0: yeah and we can do that for more movies too so if you guys have like any specific movies that you think we should delve into let's do it I think we should do an Atlantis episode yes I'd be so down for that yeah that'd be really cool, be cool. yeah
1: I'd be down to do kind of more, like, underrated movies.
0: Yeah. Um, so the or movies Lance that or... had, like, value and made an impact in Disney.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I guess before we get into, like, the actual movie, mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to talk a bit about, were you, when Zootopia was announced, like, were you following Disney at that time? Like, did you know about it leading up to it, like, before the trailers dropped, all that
0: stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, so, this was the beginning of my... Disney crazy days. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I learned about Zootopia by watching clips from the D23 Expo in... I see. Yeah, really?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm dead. This is why
0: we're friends. That was like the 2013 one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm dead. (laughs) So yeah, that's how I learned about what it was. And then I just kind of like let it come out. My... I was, like, mainly intrigued by, did they announce Moana that year, too? No. What was announced that year?
1: Um, I think that year they just announced up until Zootopia. Like, I think there's, like, an unofficial statement. I remember there was this unofficial statement about, um, like, a Jack and the Beanstalk movie, Moana. Yeah. But at that point, Moana was supposed to be, like, 2018 or something. So it wasn't, like, officially yeah. confirmed. Okay.
0: Well, I just remember I was more excited for something else that was coming out. Maybe it was Moana even before. I think we just... We knew about Moana by then, didn't we? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I think I was just excited about that. Frozen was still really popular at that time. So, like, I was like... So, seems cool, but I didn't... I I wasn't grasping... Or not that I didn't grasp the concept. I just wasn't following it as closely.
1: Yeah.
0: And, yeah. And then it came out. So, there was no, like, huge excitement or lead-up for me. It just kind of, like, came out one day. Yeah. Yeah. What about you?
1: It was kind of the same. Like, I think, sort of, like, with Onward, like... I wasn't really anticipating its release until like it was coming out because I was yeah. like, "Oh, like sweet!" It's like you know, I'm excited for it, um, but it wasn't like losing sleep over it. And again, <laughs> at that time, I was I was super safe for Moana. That's the movie I was really yeah um, like betting on at that point. So I was kind of focusing more on that. And
0: Why are we the same? It's just yeah, it's a <laughs> musical.
1: It's a princess, you know. Um, but I remember seeing. I think it was after the D twenty three Expo, like. The following one so they had already announced it was like 2015 or something yeah they'd already announced utopia and it was like it was the last expo before it came out and there's a lot of info that they released for that and i saw a lot of concept art and i think the world building is really what got me intrigued in it yeah um because there's a lot of really cool concept art and just the idea of like this world where humans never existed was really cool and i feel like it's like nostalgic in a way because you have i think we all grew up kind of watching these type of films like whether it's robin hood or um yeah see that's what i was
0: thinking is that i guess when you think about content that's been put out recently nothing is really like predominantly like animatropic is that the word animatropolis uh anthropomorphic (laughs)
1: Anna Metropolis was probably one of their like scrapped name ideas for the movie. Yeah,
0: well, Anna Metropolis is... There's a reason why that's in my head. I've seen that somewhere. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Anthropomorph-
1: anthropomorphic?
0: <laughs> okay, the idea behind these anthropomorphic characters and uh, in shows and stuff. Like that's so normal for us when we were kids. Yeah. So, when we, so when it came out... I was, like, they were, like, kind of, like, really selling the fact that it was, like, a completely, like, totally animal-dominated world. And I was, like, yeah, but... We've been Care Bears, who dat? Timothy goes to school, who dat? Arthur, who... Like, you know, like, we've been in these worlds where there haven't been humans. Like, we know what this world is. But when you look at content nowadays, like, it's not... I can't name one when Charlotte doesn't have a human in it.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, part of the big appeal of Utopia is the scale was really, like, true to life. Because mm-hmm. in, like, Arthur and Timothy Goes to School and, like, Chicken Little and stuff like that, like, they're all <laughs> the same height and everything. Whereas in yeah. this movie, it really was, like,
0: they The kinda, lions are big and yeah. the, the bunnies are little. I mean, there are a couple little uh, sizing issues I could have done without, like, uh, Judy Hopps... <laughs> she's like as big as the sheep and and yeah yeah mayor bellwether like she's bigger than mayor bellwether which makes no sense and um what's the weasels the weasels the otter miss otterton
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean there is a weasel
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes miss otterton (laughs) Yeah, why is she bigger than the otter, too? Like, yeah. It just doesn't make sense. And then also,
1: <laughs> it annoys me because Miss Otterton's like, bless you, little bunny. And I'm like, she's bigger than you are.
0: Literally.
1: <laughs> it's like when that little kid on the school ground says, hey, kid, to you. And you're like, I'm a grade six. <laughs> like What you talking about?
0: Who are you talking to?
1: I think definitely Zootopia was... I kind of compare it to in the Disney Renaissance, you know how Lion King and Pocahontas were in production at the same time? Mm-hmm. So Pocahontas in Disney's eyes was like the A project and they got all their best animators on it and like their best musicians and everything. They put all their like effort, all their eggs into that basket. Yeah. And Lion King was this like kind of more experimental like B level film. In Zootopia, it's, it's, it's sort of the same situation with Zootopia and Moana. Cause I think everyone was expecting Moana. Like they knew it was going to be a hit in Zootopia yeah. people were kind of but I mean Zootopia ended up making more money so it's
0: Zootopia made more money. Yeah.
1: Zootopia made how many did it how much did it make? It made 1.024 billion dollars. I think Moana made like 700 million dollars.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So I think Moana's a lot more popular than Zootopia like yeah. now like in 2020 it has a lot more longevity but I think Zootopia it was just it was a bigger success at the
0: time. That's really interesting. Because yeah. when I think about the two, when I think about a movie that I'm going to go watch tonight, it's Moana. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, or like we both said, like we've probably, since we've lived together, we've probably watched Moana like at least four times. Yeah. And we both haven't watched Zootopia in years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think, I don't know what the reason why behind it, but I guess with Zootopia is they got kind of like, like a running start and everyone went out to see it in theaters but they're not really but I think with Moana I think it's bigger because after it left theaters more people were just watching it yeah. continuously and after and like that sort of thing. Yeah. So um a little bit of information on the film. Uh-huh.
1: So it was released on March Fax 4th. Man on Duty. Faxman. <laughs> Get your facts. <laughs> Get Check your facts.
0: Check your facts. <laughs>
1: Uh, so Zootopia was released on March fourth, two thousand sixteen. It made one point zero two four billion dollars, as we previously mentioned, mm-hmm. against a one hundred fifty million dollar budget, which is really wow. Um, it was directed Let's by talk about
0: a profit margin. Yes, yeah,
1: seriously. <laughs> um, directed by Byron Howard, uh, one of the co-directors of Tangled, and Rich Moore, one of the directors of Wreck-It Ralph. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and also studios, obviously Walt Disney Animation Studios. <clears throat> and yeah that's just kind of our general information so yeah it made a crap ton of money
0: that's crazy
1: i think i guess we'll kind of get more into the franchise maybe at the end we can kind of yeah. talk about that and, and where we think this could go
0: yeah
1: but for now i kind of want to dive into a bit like a like,
0: movie yeah
1: some like behind the scenes stuff maybe first like you know educate our audience that they don't know uh-huh so for all of y'all that don't know i don't know if you know this but at Disney Animation, when a director or when somebody pitches a movie idea, they can't just pitch one. I think they have to pitch, it's either three or five they have to pitch. Okay. Because that way they don't, like, you know, let's say you pitch one idea and you worked really hard on it and they're like, nah, then it's like, <laughs> kind of sucks, right? Yeah. Um, so usually they pitch like a couple ideas at the same time. Um so when Byron Howard was pitching some of the ideas that he pitched to John Lasseter he always wanted to do like an all animal or like an animal type of that's yeah. kind of where the idea grew was just wanting to bring back like the Robin Hood like aesthetic. Yeah. So he had a couple ideas. One of them was an all animal um adaptation of the Three Musketeers. Mickey Mouse who?
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Um, a 1960s theme story about a mad doctor cat who turned children into animals, which sounds really twisted and creepy. Oh, and by the way, um, this is sourced from Wikipedia, if y'all want to know. Okay. And then a bounty hug, <laughs> bounty hunter pug in space was one of the other <laughs> ideas.
0: I can uh, see the cohesiveness yeah. between the four. And then one of the... Um, the one that they ended
1: up kind of developing was a concept that they called Savage Seas. So it was supposed to be like an international spy type movie and the main character was a rabbit and his name was Jack Savage and he was kind of like a James Bond type character.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and then throughout the production, you know, things changed, tweaked and it went from the spy angle more to like a detective police angle.
0: Okay. I see that. I yeah. see it. I see it. I see it.
1: Definitely, they, they wanted to kind of make it a bit darker. You can see in Zootopia, like, in the final product, it's a, it's very, like, film noir. Yeah.
0: Like.
1: I think the spy aspects you can still see, like, a bit of it, in a sense.
0: Um, when you, when you, now that you say it, I do, I can see it now. I, like, didn't even really, like, yeah, it is a detective movie, but I'd never really watched it as a detective movie. Yeah. You know, I thought it's just, it's just a part of the plot, some of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I can see where that derives from a spy movie, which is kind of cool. Yeah.
1: And the other thing too is sort of, I almost want to say that it was almost frozen, but, uh, Nick Wilde was the main character at first. And then they changed it to Judy Hopps because they kind of wanted a less pessimistic protagonist, I guess.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so there's a lot of, um, they, they released like quite a few documentaries on the making of Zootopia and you can see some, um, deleted footage of like them with like, have you seen the thing with the shot collars?
0: No. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes.
1: And it's it's kind of crazy. Like, it yeah. was going to be, like, very Serious. dark. Serious,
0: yeah.
1: I think I'm happy with how it ended up, though. Yeah. Um, I think making Judy the main character was a really good choice.
0: Yeah, I agree. Having... So, now, thinking about, like, what a possibility would have been with Nick Wilde as the main character, would it have been, like, Nick Wilde as his character as a main character, or would he have, like, taken a Judy role? No, he was going to be, like, the main character... I think he was going to have a
1: son, and the plot was sort of around him being framed for... I think the original synopsis was that he got framed for a crime he didn't commit or something. Oh, okay. And Judy... I don't know if her name was Judy at that point, but the rabbit officer was, like, on his tail. and.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting how they turned <laughs> that around. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah. Um, hmm. What do you think a movie like that would have turned out to be like?
1: I think it would have been a lot more serious. I mean, like I think Zootopia still deals with very heavy subject matter. Yeah. Um, But I think making Judy the protagonist, it really does make it a lot more hopeful and optimistic. Otherwise, I feel like... Like, Nick is a very pessimistic character, and I love his character. I think he's my favorite in the movie. Mine Um, too, yeah. But I think, like, a whole movie about him, just, it it would... Especially with the original plot elements, it would just be very, very, like... Aggressive? Aggressive, yeah. That's
0: true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Judy's main character. Makes sense. But then I guess they would have completely changed Judy's character yeah or from whatever this cock rabbit was yeah honestly like the way that stories are written or movies are written sometimes it's like like the whole process is super cool Like I'd love to just see the behind the scenes of how a story is written yeah you know it's so
1: interesting cuz you you usually they start off a movie with like one idea and then the finished product is like nothing like it.
0: Yeah, something completely different.
1: Yeah. It's it's kind of like in Moana, Maui is going to be the main character or like having Elsa as the villain. It's Yeah. It's really cool and I think sometimes the movies that change the most end up being some of the best. Yeah. Movies or the most well-received movies. Mhm.
0: Cuz um, so they got so much attention mm-hmm. just to detail and everything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So really one of the main draws of Zootopia is the world building. Yeah. Which Disney kind of took a page out of Pixar. Because Pixar usually... The reason you go to see a Pixar movie is the world. We kind of talked, talked about, about that in on- that... Uh-huh. <laughs> we kind of <laughs> talked about that in our Onward review. Yeah. Um, how, like, the main appeal was the world, right? It's kind of... That was over the story.
0: Yeah.
1: In Zootopia, really, it's this this crazy mammal metropolis. mm
0: mm-hmm. um, What do you think about it? It's... Okay, honestly the because they have this whole world building element to it it feels pixar-y it's really cool because it it's like really stepping outside of disney's comfort zone and they were still able to produce something that was like kind of just so different but so awesome yeah you know like the whole idea of world building is super cool because it's 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 not, it's not just super cool. It's talent because you have to take concepts that we know and relate to based off of just like muscle memory every single day and completely fit that into a whole other concept, whether it be animals or toys or monsters, you know, and it's it's the way that the, these two things kind of mesh together so effortlessly is like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really cool to see how they did it, how they did things in, uh with Zootopia. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite... I have, like, a lot of the art books, like, the art of
1: movies and stuff, um, and Zootopia is one of my favorite ones, because they go in depth on how they created the world and their thought process. They talk about how the, like, Tundra Town is right adjacent to Sahara Square, because the, like, the heating vents or whatever, the exhaust... Yeah. ...would, like... you know you get like colds that's what leads to the cold and then you have the rainforest district next to that because of what's melting and yeah it's just so cool how they thought it all out that whole train ride sequence is just awesome
0: crazy like it's so so beautifully animated yeah and it's so like detailed as to like what these specific regions are and what they look like and what what makes up what contents make up the entire thing of it you know yeah yeah one of my questions Is, I was like, is this the same universe as Robin Hood? Just, like,
1: <laughs> years later. Because I'm like, you know, Nick Wilde could be a
0: descendant. Uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Aren't there humans in Robin Hood? Mm-mm. No, there's not. No, there's not. I
1: don't think they're all to scale, though. I think the chicken is, like, as big as the lion. And
0: That's that the thing. Stuff. Unless, like, it's some, like, they've evolved to be to scale. Or... They've evolved to be to size. Robin Hood could be in the future. Robin Hood could be in the future.
1: Shit, guys, you heard it here first. Oh, snap. Robin Hood is in the future. (laughs) Robin Hood hasn't happened yet. Maybe Robin Hood is just like a movie, you know? Mm -hmm. Like in the Zootopia universe. Maybe Nick Wilde
0: is acting in Robin Hood. Maybe.
1: (laughs) Yo. (laughs) You never know, you never know. I think Disney just like... They
0: love foxes. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make that organic. That's true. There are a lot of Disney foxes. Mm-hmm. Robin Hood. Todd. Todd. Fox and the Hound. Mm-hmm. Honest John. Honest John. Mm-hmm.
1: F- Foxy Loxy.
0: <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> She's in Chicken Little.
1: <laughs> oh my god, wait, I need to show you.
0: Oh, her! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there are any other foxes. <laughs> probably, so. probably. Probably. Okay, um,
1: so should we go like scene by scene or character by character? Let's
0: go... Let's just kind of like jump into him. Vibe. We'll just vibe it like onward. Okay. Well, yeah. let's talk about Judy. Judy Hopps. Our main character. So we are introduced to baby Judy <laughs> and she's uh what's she she's on stage doing a play oh so marketable oh i know (laughs) she is she's so cute just you know on stage just like dying with the ketchup bottle you know she's so overdramatic but she's just so passionate too and like the scene where she is where she's with like her friends and then gideon gray comes up and wants to like that's his name right yeah okay um comes and he's trying to like bully her and he scratches her face. Oh, that yeah. was so like, yeah, that's intense. That was jarring. Yeah, I uh, I didn't want to see that. She's a little baby bunny, and he, he like made it like a scar. Yeah, like on her eye. Um, that should have been
1: carried out through. I was just about
0: to say that they should have had like at least like a little bit, and that could be like like a reminder of like why she's doing what she's doing. You know. Yeah. Um, but you know just. She was. She braved through it, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I'm gonna be a cop. Fuck you, I don't care what you say. I'm gonna be a cop." And I went, And she did it. You. Yeah. She damn near did it. She struggled. She got to the top because Judy Hopps is a queen. I really I like should that all she be like, like Judy.
1: We should. You know, Judy is the example we need in 2020.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I like about Judy is that she she's small, and that can be an inconvenience, but she uses that as an asset to. Mm -hmm. Um, complete all the trials that she's put up
0: against Mm -hmm. which is really cool like the fact that she was the only one that could be able to like chase the weasel into that little like hamster community yeah exactly i didn't even think about that until you just said that Mm -hmm. no one else because i remember like everyone else was running up and they can't like they can't they literally step one foot in and they crush half the population that
1: was my question i'm like does little what's it called little rodentia does it have its (laughs) own Government. Government. <laughs> because, like, the lion mayor can't just, like, get up in there. No, but
0: it probably is, like, its own little place, like, the different districts. Yeah. And, like, they have, like, a little, like, representative and he, like, leaves and he, like, goes to meetings <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> probably. To meet with, like, the mayor and stuff, you know? It's like a but the, he's, like he's, like, the in-between person. The No one ever sees the mayor.
1: It's, like, Queen Clarion and then all the... Lord or whatever (laughs) his name is. I'm not proud that I know that name. (laughs) That's fair. Okay, my one pet peeve is I was so excited with all the concept art that I saw of Bunny Burrow. And we didn't get to see, like, barely any of that. I would like to see some of that. There's some dope concept art of, like, Judy's home and stuff.
0: Like, I bet, but it's just a farm. I guess. Compared to all the other beautiful scenery that we got, Mm -hmm. I think think Bunny Burrow can... uh... Take a back seat. I guess, I guess. (laughs) Um, One thing I did not like about Judy, though, is that she, like, I guess it's, like, when you are the minority in a situation, you have to almost overexert your actions and your intentions to be able to be seen, to be heard. But she chooses to do this by ticketing every single car known to man. yeah. You're just a narc at that point. Yeah, it's kind of a jerk move there. Yeah. <laughs> My mommy says she wishes you were dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Working in retail be like...
0: <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Literally.
1: The one thing I really like is like her drive to be a police officer comes from wanting to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's grown up like you know she's in a small town She sees a big city as utopia and like you know anyone can be anything is the slogan and she just like wants to make the world a better place and she wants everyone yeah. to be happy and i like that they made it more complex than like she's like beyond prejudice she she doesn't have any you know she does yeah and she doesn't even know it which is a really interesting approach to it mm-hmm. even like her first conversation with nick when she's like you know you're just like a great articulate fella and like <laughs> you know what i mean like it's forced but it's forced for a reason yeah like it's it's i don't know it's just I, I can't really put my finger on it i guess yeah but it's really well done it is with like the fox repellent spray or whatever
0: yeah just all the little details you yeah. know speaking of nick let's move on to nick wild mm-hmm. i love nick Wilde. me too even if he was just like a complete antagonist i think i'd still like him mm-hmm. because it's just his personality is like it gives you like hades vibes you know yeah like the when we meet him the scene where we meet him and he's in like the elephant popsicle shop like that whole the whole scam is just so funny well who we are watching
1: it and <laughs> is it natalie or someone was saying, like, that's really, like, smart. Like, that his whole scheme is smart. Yeah. It's like you gotta, like- I think it
0: was Riley. Oh,
1: it was Riley, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, you gotta, like, give him cred, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, we'll actually, we'll get to a little toot-toot after, but... Toot-toot.
1: Jason <laughs> Bateman's, like, really good casting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, perfect casting.
0: Mm-hmm. He is. And I like that he definitely has, like, the character arc of this movie. Yeah. And it's really cool. It's just the way that it was done, just it worked. It seemed so organic and so genuine as opposed to like forced, like by the end, like you have to be better. You have to be a good fox. You have to do whatever. It was just like, it was just done so well.
1: Yeah. Like I really love his design. He always has like the um, half-lidded eyes. Mm I don't know if that's the right term, but you know, like he's always like sneaky and
0: he's a sly fox.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's a great character, and especially when you get when he kinda like opens up a bit and you see more of his backstory and That's
0: what I wanted to talk about. Backstory. I really liked how they did that. That's what they were trying to do with Barley. Yeah. Okay. Onward could never. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Sorry, onward.
0: (laughs) Or you could, you just didn't do it right, you know? You could have just (laughs) asked for tips on that one scene. But just the way that was all done, oh my gosh, he was Nick Waldo's such a cute little What was his name? Like Nicholas. Like something wild. He had a full name. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. He was just so cute. And it was just, it really clearly shows how, like in real life, um, stereotypes and prejudice is learned. And it's not something, it's not biological at all. So that's why he was really triggered when judy Hobbs had said it's just in your dna this is why all the predators are growing savage blah 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 blah. and he's like no it's not and you know his first act of showing that he feels that way was you know sure he may be a predator on the food chain but he just wants to hang with his little prey friends you know mm-hmm. yeah and uh i don't know that was just really cool i wish we got to see more of like his family life though yeah like his mom and dad if he has siblings that would have been cool I think one of the interesting things, too,
1: is the way that they villainized the prey over the predators. hmm Because, you know, I think it would have been easy story-wise and, like, conceptually to think, like, oh, like, the the predators have, like, a bias against the preys or whatever, you know? Yeah. But really, in the animal kingdom, I don't know the statistics, but there are more prey than there are predators. And it's, it, you know, it's their fear that really yeah turns them against... They don't even give him a chance, which is really sad. But yeah, no, that backstory is really well done.
0: Yeah. And it also really shows kind of seeing how in Zootopia, they are showing that prey and predator can live in harmony. But the overall thing that this movie was kind of portraying is that you can pretend all you want, but there's still that fear. There's still that uncertainty. And that's what creates and drives all these different problems and trust issues and that sort of thing. And that's just so prevalent in society nowadays. Like that yeah. was just they just they did that really, really well. Yeah. These like animal films are usually
1: used like to be allegories for real life events or real life situations. Yeah. As Zootopia it's like really like followed through with it. We'll probably get into a little bit more. It's later but with the movie it's interesting because it's not supposed to be like a one-to-one comparison like you're not supposed to look at like these characters like this minority whatever yeah um but sometimes it feels like the movie's trying to do that so it's like some we'll get to it we'll get yeah to it. so yeah you're definitely a nick nick fan
0: oh yeah yes yeah, for sure we got finnick so finnick um i didn't know what this character's name was until literally half an hour ago <laughs> A little toot so finnick is little toot toot and for those of you who don't even remember who little toot toot is it's the little what is he like a he's a fox a finnick fox a, uh, or oh fox. is that why his name is finnick yeah oh shit mm. all right well, he's a fennec fox apparently they're like the ones that are really small and have super big ears yeah like my sister's dog <laughs> <laughs> shout out poco, poco. <laughs> And he's just his character is just really funny. It's he's like just pure comedic relief because just of what he plays, so it's like you first meet him and he's just like little like little fox dressed in like an elephant costume and he's just so cute. He just wants some popsicles from the elephant place. Why am I talking like that? (laughs) (laughs) He just wants some popsicles from the elephant place. And then whatever, you see everything. Uh, You see everything that happens and goes down, and then Judy sees him drive away while he's, like, sucking on a pacifier. And then, I don't know, he says something, and it's obviously, of course, his voice can be, like, the deepest, like, most butch voice. No kiss goodbye for daddy, and he spits on his
1: pacifier, and he's like, you kiss me tomorrow, I'll bite (laughs) your face off. (laughs) Puts on the shades and drives away. (laughs) Love it. I wish there was more of him, honestly.
0: I know. <laughs> I know, I know. But, you know, he was he was placed nicely. Yeah. You know, like a little bit of salt to end off the recipe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, one character I don't have listed in here, but noteworthy, Mr. Big.
0: Mr. Big. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. Mr. Big, of course, you know, you're going through, you see all the polar bears, and it's like, oh, like... You're gonna die now, you know. Like it's and you think like Mr. Big, someone's gonna be big, a predator, that sort of thing. And then you get to him, and it's what is what is an it arctic even? shrew? An arctic shrew? Yeah. How do you know that? Because I because no you life. looked it up, okay. An arctic shrew, <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what it is, it looks like a mouse. <laughs> and of course, he's like an Italian like mafia. It's the Godfather, essentially, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> You disrespected my grandmama. <laughs> I don't I, know. Son. It's just so ridiculous that it works, you know? It's kind of like Tamatoa. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the the little, his daughter. Oh, daddy. Yeah. Oh, that's the girl who saved me from that giant sonut. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's how karma works, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chief Bogos, our police officer.
1: Yeah. Not really much
0: say about you no um it was kind of noteworthy to say that like he's placed as an antagonist but it's like he's really just doing what he's been doing yeah well i think his character is to set
1: up that there's even bias within the prey yeah you know like he's not a predator but he still like has like judgment towards judy yeah he's not giving her a chance so i think it's kind of to establish that you know Because he's not like a, yeah, he's not like a bad character. He's a pretty likable character.
0: Oh, you know who else we should talk about? Along the like Finnick and Mr. Big vibes. What's his name? Flash. Flash. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Flash. I totally forgot about Flash.
1: That scene, when they released that trailer, that's what sold the movie for me. Yeah. I kind of wish it wasn't released as a trailer because in the movie, (laughs) when I saw it, it didn't hit as hard. It's Um, just so funny.
0: Yeah. It's so funny. Like, the delayed laughs and everything. And it's, like, accurate. That's how my brain works. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I love at the end when there's, like, a speeding car and it's flash. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Another Um, one is, um, what's his name? The nudist club.
0: The what? You know what the nudist club? Oh! I don't remember his name, but he was, like... He was what, like a caribou or a oh, moose or something? He's a yak, a domestic a yak. yak. And his name is Yaks. Yeah, that's funny too. Like they had a whole scene that where it's like animals are nudists and it's like, you're animals. You're not supposed to wear clothes and they made that abnormal. I don't know. That's it really looks cool. uncomfortable like it looks wrong. It makes too. you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's like this is how you see animals on a daily
1: basis. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love that's that. a part of the world building they did such a good job with making us believe that animals are a part of this metropolis world
1: yeah you know it's really cool like they really went in depth to make this feel like lived in and
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and he's just a great character too <laughs> with the yeah. flies and he's like baked <laughs> out of his mind <laughs> yeah i'm gonna right there we're all good for girl scout cookies <laughs> and then we have gazelle Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> oh, baby, when you talk like that, Ooh. you make one go mad.
0: Ooh. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In my body. Mm-hmm.
1: Stop So when they announced this, <laughs> it was at D23, I remember, they announced, like, Gigantic, they announced Moana, and then they had, like, they were, like, the big announcement for Zootopia was Shakira is going to be in Zootopia. And I yeah. was like, huh? Because they released like just like one of those like stock art photos of her character. And I'm like, it looks like Shakira.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like had the Shakira hair, the Shakira hips. Like she was wearing an outfit. I'm pretty sure Shakira's worn before.
0: I think it's funny that they made her a gazelle. Yeah. Is a gazelle a prey or predator? A prey. It's just interesting because it's like she's she's not a big character, but she's more on like the medium size. And, like, most of the prey that they've shown in Utopia are, like, very little. Yeah. Even though if they're not to scale her or whatever.
1: I think they used her pretty well. Like, they, like it wasn't over. Can we talk
0: about if there was a purpose for her in the movie?
1: I mean, you gotta buy that hit single. And you like, gotta buy that singing <laughs> gazelle doll from the Disney store.
0: I guess. Something needs to sing. <laughs> we probably still want to make a musical, but they're like, we need music. How do we yeah. put music in the movie? I mean, Let's I just think- grab Shakira,
1: guys. She embodies kind of what Zootopia is supposed to be.
0: Like Shakira or Gazelle? Gazelle. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, like she wants unity and peace and... Yeah. All that stuff. And I guess everyone loves Gazelle, you know?
0: Yeah. And then, of course, she released that bop, Try Everything. what do you think of that song? <laughs> <laughs> I could have done
1: without, honestly. I would have survived. <laughs> yeah. It's not like... Like I think I have it on my Disney playlist. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to go and click to listen to it. Like if it comes on cool. Like I think I've heard it at, like staples a couple times.
0: I know. Like why am I hearing it in like department stores and yeah. like Canadian Tire and shit? I mean, it was like it made for a good scene.
1: I think it's like Judy's like I want song. <laughs> you know? Disney hopped Disney Princess it's like a good message, it's not like about, you know, it's it's about like failing and just keep trying. Yeah. Which I think is really good, and I think that's what Judy does, like she's not a Mary Sue type character that gets it right on the first try. No. So yeah, like I think it serves a purpose, I don't think it's amazing, but no mm-hmm. offense, Shakira. I mean, it's like DC, you know?
0: Yeah, it's alright. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. I'd probably skip it, but it's there.
1: Yeah. So when I saw this movie, I remember like when the reviews came out like a week beforehand or something, the reviews were really, really good. Like, people were praising this movie. And I think that's part of the reason when I watched it, I didn't I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to. I was yeah. a little underwhelmed because the reviews were praising this movie for its social commentary and its political commentary. And I think that's one of the real big selling points of this film and why people love this film so much. Because um, it takes these kind of complex, real-world ideas and kind of boils them down to, like, a very digestible anthropomorphic animal world that feels still pretty Disney. So what do you think about like the political and social aspects of the film? Especially in twenty sixteen, you know, yeah. the, a big election was coming up and
0: Yeah, I think that Disney really took a leap of faith. They haven't put out anything relatively risky in a very long time. And I would say this kind of it kinda goes along with the level of risky is like hunchback because while these concepts are there were there are concepts that were like slowly be, becoming to be like more talked about and more things were like not okay not socially acceptable and that sort of thing but it was still a bit of a taboo thing so for disney to entirely bla- uh, base a plot and world around you know these social and political issues like that says a lot yeah You know, and I was really surprised to even see that Disney was, went that far. I didn't know, was that a part of the plot that they, well, I guess it was probably in the plot that they released before the movie came out. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that though, until I watched the movie and it was crazy. Really cool. It was really cool to see because they did it really well, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really how, when they, I think that they found the movie when they kind of found this, like Mm -hmm. this is the center of the film. Yeah. I really liked it too how do you think like the delivery was like do you think because like i, was I saying think before, some things
0: were a little pushed in your face yeah a bunny can call another yeah. bunny cute <laughs> can't call a bunny cute like that was it was some of the lines just oh uh, that could have been delivered better like later yeah. on when she when i think it's nick or someone calls her like what fluffy tail or something like that carrots carrots yeah
1: Okay, they're going to want to refrain from calling you carrots.
0: Fluffy tail. I
1: think someone, someone says someone that.
0: Someone calls her fluffy tail. But yeah, fluffy yeah. tail, carrots, whatever. Like that makes more sense, you know, because yeah. that pertains to a bunny. Like any any animal could be cute. Yeah. yeah. So why is that your word of choice? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, yeah. but okay.
1: And again, there's not really like a one-to-one comparison for this. Because, I mean, you can kind of look at it and you can see um, aspects of feminism and racism yeah. and homophobia just, like, a bunch of different types of prejudice, essentially. Um, but I feel like it's not, like, a one-to-one, you know what I mean? Yes,
0: that's Which, another thing that I that I was, like, that I noticed, is that you can't... It's kind of, like, things are just assumed as you watch it. Nothing is, like... You know, this is distinctly a homophobic um, situation. This is distinctly a racism situation. Like, they they mix and match. And it all just is an entire jumble of just prejudice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why it's so... People just really resonate with it. Mm -hmm. And it's
1: so open to interpretation. And because they're animals, they kind of made their own thing with it, which I really like. Yeah. Do you think the message overshadows the film itself? Do you think a lot of people look at the message of the film and kind of gloss over the actual like parts of the film, like the working parts? You know when people will say like, oh, X movie is a good movie because of like its message or because it made me yeah. cry, but the movie itself
0: might not be? That's a good question. I would say that the message... I think the message in Zootopia is its strongest element. Um I think that's why it did so well in the box office because of what it's saying, not just the characters, not just the plot, not just you know things that are happening, but it's the overall consumption of what they're using to create this world and what they're trying to portray. Because like if I feel like if you look up, you know, any reviews Utopia, they're they're talking about the message. Yeah. Or that's that's a very main focal point in, you know, reviews or in just talking about the movie in general. You know, like if I bring up to someone, oh my gosh, like I just watched Utopia the other weekend, like whatever, and we start having a conversation, we're not gonna not talk about the message. The message and yeah. the, the, the political and social aspects. Like that's just such a big part. Do I think it encompasses the entire movie? I'm not sure. Maybe. I think it's a big part, but I don't know if that... If that's enough to, you know, have it be its standalone feature.
1: I think it's still a good movie. Yeah. Without taking away that social commentary, I think it's still fun. And the world is so rich. And the mystery is really intriguing. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, one of the things is, like, since I was... It's kind of like a a blessing and a curse with this. is because, like, I get so excited about these movies. And I follow their production and stuff. But then, you know things get spoiled for me or whatever so in Zootopia I knew I knew more more or less like the mystery and, and what was happening and mm-hmm. stuff like that like I knew that animals were going feral basically um so a lot of the movie at the beginning kind of played up like that that was a mystery and then I think like you know a third of the way oh were you were
0: you were we supposed to know that
1: no you're not supposed to, like, you're, <clears throat> like you're it's supposed to be revealed that the animal went like that Mr. Otterton went like so why did you crazy. know that because I saw it on, like, a, I forget how I saw it. It was oh. a release or something like that. Like a
0: Disney release?
1: It was someone like, from D23, it... I think, Okay. said it or something. I forget how I saw it, but well, that, that kinda kind of... sucks. Yeah. It ruins
0: everything. Yeah,
1: so, like, most of the movie was based, like, around that mystery because it is, like, a detective movie. Yeah. So I was kind of like,
0: eh. But
1: then watching it again, like, after I saw it in theaters, I was kind of underwhelmed. And then when I watched it again, I really liked it. Yeah. But anyway, going back to it, like, I think the mystery is really well done. And yeah, I think it's a good movie. I think mm-hmm. it's fun. I don't think it's, for me, it's not like a rewatchable movie. Or no, I'm not saying it's, I'll never <sighs> rewatch it. It's not like, a, like a, like I'm not going to watch it all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: But I think it's still a really good movie.
0: I think what the social and political message due to the story is it just kind of adds to give it more depth, give it something more that we can grab onto to connect with it and it did that really really well because it, it makes it makes you it pulls you towards it you know like it really taps into your empathy and there's definitely something in that movie that you can relate to like way too deeply than it should yeah and it it oh god it's just really good it's really good because like, like you said like the movie on its own is awesome but then it's like you bring in this added element and that just it seals it you know yeah yeah um, and how do you feel
1: about the villain? We kind of skipped over her.
0: Assistant Mayor Bellwether. Well, anyone who is listening to this who is a loyal spillin fan know that we think that Assistant Mayor Bellwether is a joke villain Yeah. based off of our villain episode. And it's not because she is a bad villain with bad motives. I don't think she's a good villain. I think her plan is very mediocre. But that's not why she's a joke villain. She's a joke villain because... Of the concept of her villain, the fact that she turns out to be like a stupid ass twist villain. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I liked that. I mean, I'm I'm all for what's the mayor's name? Lionheart. Mayor Lionheart. I'm so so for him not being the villain because I just like I I feel him. I'm like, I feel like you're just, you know, probably not doing the best thing for your people but you have you know you're kind hearted you're yeah. like you're trying to legitimately just do your job and protect people the best way you know how yeah. but I don't know this sheep that just wants I don't know <sighs> yeah I think at like, this point the twist
1: villain trope was just tired like they did and it and even with...
0: if you twist villain it like you could have in Frozen it's not like it's like when you go into it there isn't A villain per se. It's like mainly like Elsa, you know, like the entire point of Frozen. There's like the Duke, like whatever. But he's like a little stupid villain. He doesn't (laughs) really count. He's just like a little antagonist. Like he's just, I don't know. He he does not give villain vibes. No, you know. Um, know. Obviously, the main conflict in Frozen is that they need they need to get Summer back. (laughs) You know, I'd be freaking out if there was no one here in in August. You know, but then them twist villaining it so that. They've now introduced a direct villain is a little better than just a direct swap. That seems kind of ridiculous.
1: Well, I think it fits more with the story and kind of Anna like tr- like trusting Hans too much, and she's so desperate for love yeah. that she she does trust him too much. Um, like I I don't love the Hans twist. Like I think it's kind of muddled, but I think it works. Like in the story. But, sense. See, the
0: thing is, the Hans twist was effective because yeah. I. I can't name other twist villains within any recent time of Frozen and if you watched Frozen in theaters when it first came out it was you heard people gasping yeah. when Hans turned out to be Yeah. Um, Zootopia you have this twist villain and you're like oh hmm? <laughs> yeah okay I guess you know like it's completely different effect on the audience
1: yeah I think when you have a twist villain, it's like you have two type, like two versions of the character. You have Assistant Mayor Bellwether. It's so weird saying that. Assistant <laughs> Mayor Bellwether. What's
0: can we give her a nickname? A.M.B. <laughs> Am-B. The sheep.
1: I'm just gonna call her the sheep. Okay. <laughs> like the sheep, it's like one character throughout most of the movie. She's like helpful and she's smart, and then all of a sudden she has like the evil eyes and she's like yeah. laughing. Like
0: I don't, I don't know. She was if like you had really cute her earlier. As a sheep, you it would have
1: been better i don't know i
0: like i guess we
1: didn't need her
0: it seems like a juvenile move on disney it's very
1: scooby-doo but it's yeah i think i think i like her better than the twist villain in big hero six because that was kind of a mess
0: yeah that's true like compared to big hero six actually i think this one disappointed me more yeah than big hero six big hero Six. Oh, when we get into that <laughs> I thought it
1: was going to be Tadashi. I thought it was going to be this complex, like... I know. know. That would have been dope if it was Tadashi. Yeah. We'll save that discussion for for another day. Professor
0: Callahan. Yeah, (laughs)
1: seriously. (laughs) Okay. Do you think this is a Disney classic? No. No? No. I think time will
0: tell. I think it's too early to be labeled as a classic, um, especially considering... There was a huge period of time where Disney was very low-key. They weren't particularly putting out content. And then Tangled happened. And then it was like every year, movie, movie, movie. And I think from Tangled forward, with the exception of Frozen, because Frozen just exploded everywhere. And I think Moana's getting there too. It's hard to label these things as classics. because so there's just not hasn't been enough time. I feel like you could have the situation of an instant classic like Frozen.
1: I'd say Tangled. Frozen Milana. You know why I don't classic. say
0: them? Because to be classic you need to be timeless. And it hasn't been enough time for me to say that you are a timeless movie. It's only yeah. been a decade. For Tangled, starting at Tangled. Yeah. You know, like to like Cinderella is a classic. Yeah. Because look at how much that has sustained.
1: But in terms of like the Disney pantheon, like when you go to the parks, like like Tangled's like everywhere. Frozen's everywhere. Yeah, but that's, everywhere. but that's
0: but because it's current. It's going to be everywhere. I mean, it, are they going to be everywhere in 2030? We'll see. I mean, that is a good point. Yeah. You really stumped so, me there. Mm-hmm. With Zootopia, like, Tangled is, like, different. With Zootopia, though... They don't market Zootopia I don't, that much. I don't know. They don't. They don't. Zootopia, I would put with Big Hero 6. Because they they're not they're not the forefront of anything for me to say that you're a classic if I walk into a Disney store I'm not gonna get you know a Disney bag that has Judy Hopps on it
1: yeah well I think compared to Big Hero 6 Big Hero 6 they have Baymax and he's like everywhere like maybe not the movie but the character but yeah, yeah. Zootopia just
0: like I think I would I'm more inclined to see Baymax merchandise than anyone from Zootopia but Zootopia is an objectively better movie
1: yeah no I agree I yeah agree. When you think of like the most iconic Disney characters of the last decade, it's you know Elsa, Moana, Maui, Baymax, Rapunzel. Yeah. Mm, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Ralph. Ralph <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but like when you go to, for instance, like Disney parks, like they'll have. I'm not saying that the Disney parks like defines what a what's a good yeah. Disney movie, but it's, it's kind of you can see where they're willing to put the money in mm-hmm. Disney parks, Disney store. You see like you don't really see Zootopia doesn't really have its own like niche. Like it doesn't have its own like parade flow. They're kind of just like chilling with everyone else. And yeah. There's not really much merchandise for it. And like, it's interesting because I thought like, I mean, you know, I'm not saying commercialism is like
0: commercial. default. No, no. <laughs>
1: But um, something like Zootopia really isn't that prevalent in the Disney brand. It's not,
0: and it has so much, so much like marketing potential. Right, all of their characters—you can market the hell out of any of them. Yeah, it's crazy. And with the world building and yeah, like I really expect. Like I'm well, there's probably like video games, but there should be more video games. There should be like, you know, Zootopia Monopoly. Like, yo, yeah, right.
1: That'd be dope. Instead, they made Moana sorry. <laughs> I'm like, why? How does that make sense?
0: Sorry, sorry, I stole the heart to feed. Um, or like a Zootopia clue, like that would be cool. let so on brand. Hire us, Disney. literally. Go. Hasbro, let's legit go. hire us. Disney Hasbro's phone this tea combo. <laughs>
1: Like, you see, like, rip-offs of, like, Frozen and Moana and shit like that, but you don't see any, like... You don't see any Zootopia, like, knockoffs, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Do you think, um, this movie is underrated? Overrated?
0: I think it is... At this point in time, underrated. hmm I think when it came out, it was rated where it should have been. I think it was great. But then... I just don't think it has that, that like, sustainability, lasting power to keep it relevant. Because it's a good movie. Yeah. Like, it's it's good. It's it's up there in Disney movies, for sure. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it's not, you know, I walk into a household and I say, Elsa, Anna, the kids are like, woo. Or, or not even just kids. Grandma's like, woo. <laughs> 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 but if I say Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde, she's going to be like, oh, huh? like... Back that from one life to live? Like, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. So proper, she's watching. So, you know. Yeah. I think, like,
1: in terms of, like, Disney, Disney, like, it's, it's not, it's like, like, it's, it's considered, like, a hit. Like, if you go on, like, Disney Plus, you look at, like, the Disney Animation Studios, it's featured. Yeah. Like, I think it's, it's, I don't know how to describe it. I think within Disney, com- when you compare it to the other Disney films that have been released, mm-hmm. before and after it, it's underrated and compared to the Pixar films and all that stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: like I feel like people still know it and it's still popular yeah. or not but it's not I just like... feel like it's
0: something that gets kind of like lost in the huddle yeah and then but then you say Zootopia and everyone's like oh yeah oh, shit like that movie yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that movie you know
1: yeah it's kind of like um I think Pixar's had that situation with like
0: I don't know, maybe not. I
1: was going to say like Ratatouille or WALL-E, but those are pretty prevalent.
0: Yeah, I think those ones are good. Because
1: Pixar's not very much like a merchandising machine other than Toy Story and Cars, but usually their movies are, um, but they still sustainability, like Mm -hmm. Coco still has a huge presence, Yeah, Inside Out has a huge presence in the Disney brand. The one thing, a lot of people really want a Zootopia sequel What are your thoughts on that?
0: I could roll with the Zootopia sequel. Yeah? I could, because Zootopia is not the kind of movie that leaves me at the end thinking like, this is it, wrap it up, final, I don't want to see anymore, because if I see more, you're going to mess it up. I kind of see Zootopia as like almost like it gives me the same vibes as like a tv show where you want to see more i could definitely see how they continue to build this world and i think that's why a lot of pixar movies have good sequels because it's the world building that has already created that longevity and sustainability and that connection with its viewers that lets the story continue without it messing up you know what it has already created and i think that zootopia could do that too and i want to see more about nick wilde yeah yeah
1: I think if they are, if
0: they have I think anything. Judy's story's over. I don't care to see more about Judy's life. I don't know. Maybe she goes on like bunny cop adventures. That could be like a f***ing show. Yeah, Disney Plus.
1: Yeah. I think um, yeah, because usually what they do with these is they if the character story isn't done, they usually switch the they kind of reverse. So like the what's it called? Deuteragonist is apparently a term. What for like the second enta- uh the second protagonist? What did
0: you just say? <laughs>
1: Deuteragonist. <laughs> Deuteragonist is the secondary character right behind the protagonist in importance.
0: Why didn't they teach us that in middle school? I don't know. They teach you protagonists, antagonists, all the other agonists, but not Deuteragonist? I guess not. Because they knew the kids would make fun of that. <laughs> Deuteragonist. Deuteragonist.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I think I think if they had the right story. It's interesting because Zootopia is already such a big world. It's not really like Frozen where they really opened it up. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'd be down if they had the right story again. Yeah. I don't really... And again, I don't really want to see and that. And also like kind
0: of like with Zootopia, I'm kind of okay and like I guess at peace with the brand that if they put out a sequel that turns out to be bad, I can just kind of like be like, oh, that didn't happen. I yeah. don't care, you know? But it's like if Frozen 2 was legitimately bad, that would make... that would irk me towards the entire brand if they put out a moana sequel and it's bad it's gonna irk me with the brand but with Zootopia, i'm kind of like you know it's fine what's interesting is
1: obviously frozen was such a hit and compared to everything disney's put out in the last decade nothing is compared to frozen Mm -hmm. but like things have hit like Zootopia's like made like almost as much as frozen did and moana is like almost as popular as frozen I just found it interesting that they didn't really take the Frozen, like, brand strategy. Mm Because they did, you know, they did, like, Frozen. And then they did, like, the short films. And then, like, a Christmas special. And then a sequel. Yeah. And, like, obviously, you don't want to just, like... You don't want to, like, force a puzzle piece. Because that's not... You're not going to get, like, a good story. But it's interesting that we haven't really seen any media related to Zootopia or Moana. Yeah. Since they've come out.
0: Yeah. It's like, you could, but do you want to?
1: No. Like, I think... Frozen's,
0: like, the only... Disney movie that's gotten, like, a million and one shorts like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, even Tangled, they didn't really... Like, they did the one short, and then they did, like, the TV show, which obviously didn't... You know, people that don't have cable aren't really going to know about (laughs) it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, So I, I definitely think... I mean, I think Disney's in a spot right now where they really... They're trying to, like, this is the animation I mean. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to put story first. And I really respect that because I, I, I want a Moana sequel so bad. Yeah. So I love Moana, but I don't want one if it's gonna be bad, you know? Like, I want yeah. a good story first.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so if they're taking their time, then that's cool. Because um, money, kids, doesn't always mean you got a sequel. I mean, look
0: at Trolls. <laughs> <laughs> what are you kidding me? I'm ready for Trolls World Tour. <laughs> Let's go. So, uh, what do you rate? zootopia final ratings i give zootopia a 8.75 out of 10 (laughs) (laughs) because 8.5 seems too low but i don't know the whole villain thing is too irking for me to give it a full nine yeah if they did that correctly they'd be in like a 9.5 but I'm gonna I'm gonna be extra about it and say eight point seven five. You know what? I think I can do that too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: because to me, I'm thinking like, what are like? I mean, tens are like very rare, but like, what are the nine point fives? What are the nines? Yeah, I wouldn't make Zootopia a nine, an eight point seven five.
0: Because also, like, I'd compare it to like, like my scale or my rating could change. Uh, for Big Hero Six is an eight point five.
1: It's like an eight
0: for me. Yeah, I don't. Know. I really like the movie. I need to rewatch
1: it actually. Yeah, like, we'll we'll get
0: later. into that in another episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Zootopia is almost there.
1: Zootopia is one of those there. movies that really just like kind of came out of nowhere and blew everyone away. Yeah. Um. And it really showed like that Disney. I mean, Frozen obviously was a huge hit, but I think Zootopia really showed that Disney's like here to stay. You know? Yeah. Um. With like their storytelling, everything was so well done. Um, and it really kind of, sh- it's, it's like the, like epitome of what Disney can be and what they can put out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, this whole decade, we'll, we'll get into it. Cause I, I think really we should do an entire podcast for different eras of Disney that we want to talk about. Yeah. I really want to do one for this revival era because I think everything they put out has been amazing except for Rob Breaks Internet. Um, but it's, <laughs> they've been really firing on all cylinders and Zootopia is one of like the pinnacle examples of that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's on. That's on. Zoology. Zoology. That's on gazelle.
0: That's on, <laughs> that's on gazelle. <laughs> okay, so just to end things off, fun little game as per As per usual. As per usual. Ooh. 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 <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> if you are an animal in a zootopia world, what would you be? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to say bunny. Okay, first of all, are you prey or predator? Prey. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be.
1: <laughs> 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 all that's ringing through my mind right now are those little hamsters. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. What would I be? <laughs> Just looking up what the animals are in this movie.
0: It's any animal in kind. Yeah, but it's only mammals. Okay, any mammal in humankind. Okay, how about I tell you what you are and you tell me what I am? Okay. I feel like you'd be a lion. You think I'd be a lion? Yeah, I don't
1: know. I just feel like you'd want to be like Lilo. That's our cat, by the way.
0: (laughs) I mean, Lilo's a lot lazier than a lion, I think.
1: I feel like I'd be like, you know, Judy's neighbors? The like deer looking things?
0: Oh my god. I feel like I'd be one of those. Yes. Like you'd some be a, kind of deer. Yes, you'd be a deer. Dead. Yes. I <laughs>
1: feel like you'd be.
0: Oh my god. The yak. You think I'd be the yak? <laughs> oh my god. Like, no. I know I'm chill. I can just picture you like. Mm. Um,
1: <laughs> no, you wouldn't be the yak. You'd be. Who would you be? Do you think you're a prey or a predator?
0: I'm a predator. <laughs> So so confidently. (laughs) I mean, like, come on. Maybe you'd be like a fox. I'm gonna be a fox. I'm not very sly. A jaguar. That's really cool. I don't think I'm that cool, though. I'd love to be a jaguar. I think I'm like a wolf. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about wolves. You'd probably be a wolf. You know what's funny about Zootopia is they don't really have, like, domestic animals. They don't. I think that was intentional, though. That'd be funny. That could have been its own like.
1: But like domestic animals, like evolved because they were domesticated, right? And domestication doesn't exist in this universe.
0: Okay, but what about cats, though? Like, where cats come from? They like come from other cats. No, cats been cats though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me rephrase that. It's not like like lions turned into cats. Like cats still existed. Yeah, but you're talking over the course of, like, millions and millions and millions of years, right?
1: I don't know what like, I'm talking about. I'm not even going to try to act <laughs> factual. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in and listening to our ninth episode.
0: Whoa, whoa, almost at 10. Yeah, that's great. We're going to have a 10 party. We should. 10.
1: I mean, I think if you make it to 10, you're going to gonna go far you're
0: gonna thrive to our 50 followers listening right now mm-hmm. hope you guys are enjoying it <laughs> hope you guys are staying safe yeah and quarantining we're almost we're getting okay i am say we're almost there but we're getting through guys we're getting through and it's it's really not that bad i kind of feel like this week flew by yeah it's already friday it's crazy
1: so yeah definitely stay tuned follow us on instagram at spilling Tea. we're on Tumblr. Tumblr. Facebook. Facebook. And of course we're on Spotify. Spotify. And Apple Podcasts. Apple
0: Podcast.
1: So definitely check us out. Give us a review. Help us. You forgot us out. Instagram. I said Instagram first. No you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> At Spaling's on Instagram. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> When you go back to no, and edit no, this, you'll see it. no. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I you did. You said
0: Tumblr. No,
1: I said Tumblr after I said Instagram because you only started repeating after I said Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, definitely give us a follow. Share it with your friends. Let us know what you think. Send us some emails. Yeah. This tea at gmail.com. Spellin'disty podcast. This tea
0: podcast. At gmail.com. gmail.com. Um,
1: give us your review, what you want to hear us talk
0: about. Yeah. Follow um, me at Sakura MJ on Instagram.
1: You can follow me at Brayden Rosman. No, um, don't
0: follow Brayden because <laughs> <laughs>
1: follow me. Don't. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. You can if you want to. Mm. Until next time, spill. That tea e-